Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Jeff joins us now, and Jeff, it seems like that little uh, refresher course and homework on Brim in the wintertime we gave you, that assignment, kind of paid off for you, repiqued your interest. Uh, tell us about your little trip. Yeah, I had fun doing it. Uh, <clears throat> I made a trip last week to the Pearl and had a blast catching Brim and Goggle on a beetle spin. I caught five of them, probably caught about 50 altogether, just constant action. <clears throat> the Pearl River laydowns were loaded with Brim, so that, that's one tactic that we used. Uh, but the water was still gin clear over there on the Pearl. I think we're going to have to get the river up above 10 feet again on the Pearl River gauge to, to muddy it up a little bit, get it back to normal. You know, but we caught bass. And although they were small, they, they were just on the drop-offs. You just let the beetle spin fall out of sight once you pulled it off the bank. And uh, we caught some of them, too. And uh, I would caught, you know, cast across the laydowns and, and some of the drains and uh, just caught brim everywhere. Uh, but with the cold water, you know, the bass were deep. Uh, I had to use a shaky head with a Berkeley straight tail power bait worm. And uh, that was in about 10 to 12 feet of water. And I got a few nice bites doing that. But, uh, again, that the, the water's so clear on the bank, you, you're not going to catch anything right up against the bank because you can see six to eight foot on the pearl. It's just amazing how clear it is. Jeff, you mentioned Brim, and that's kind of a collective name. Uh, was it uh... – Bluegill, was it goggle eye? Was it the lake run of chinkapin? A mix of all of them. We didn't catch any chinkapin this time, and we didn't catch any uh, white perch, but they're all the the bluegill, and then you, we catch a goggle eye every once in a while. The, the goggle eye is more around cypress trees and stumps, and sometimes at the base of the tree, up, up where it drops off. Uh, but just if you got on the main river and you saw a big old dead pine tree, you just threw around it from one end to the other. It didn't really matter what part of it. They were just small brim to big hand-sized eating brim. So it, it was it was fun. Nice stuff. And uh, that information you're given not only applies to the Pearl, but a lot of those rivers that uh, are in the Florida parishes under the same conditions. Now, you also caught a few of those white perch up on the Chifuncta. How did that go, and how did you catch them? Yeah, I, I caught a few. The river is kind of a bright sunny day and a uh, bluebird it was kind of tough but the fish were deep and usually this time of year the white perch they start stacking up deep uh depending on where what body of water you're on like toledo bend they might be 20 30 feet down but on the chukunka i was up on the northern end around uh the interstate uh there's they're about 12 to 16 feet uh, but the reports have been good on the area you know i've seen some stuff online where you know, the the fish are catching some of the guys are catching 10 20 nice white perch trip but you got to kind of use your electronics get down and find those deeper spots with some some cover on the bottom and and use that it's probably shiners best bet but you can't catch them on artificial but you just have to kind of move around and that's pretty much true of all the north shore rivers the white perch go deep this time of year and 
they'll start moving shallow probably about the end of January or February. Jeff, a place we don't talk a whole lot about is False River. Now, people that go back to bass fishing in Louisiana a couple decades might remember False River was one of our trophy and quality lakes, but uh, due to some, I would call it mismanagement, we're trying to use it to drain water and use it more as a water uh, level structure than a, than a fishery, uh, kind of caused it some problems. But uh, it's still not a bad place to fish. Tell us about False River. Yeah, it's just a tough place to fish. Uh, you have to kind of get out the pattern on the place. Uh, you just have to figure it out. And what you do, it can be fun. This time of year, you, you try to use suspended jerk baits around do- docks and things like that. And then if you can find some brush piles on the bottom, you use jigs or worms to work through that. But, it's you know, some days it's a hunt and peck, and the next day, you know, you can get into some spots and catch several, you know, fish off one brush pile area. Uh, but some of them are nice at four to six pound range. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a good place to go try if you want to kind of um, do something different. And it's pretty close to Baton Rouge, good alternative rather than going, you know, to the basin. Uh, but it's just one of those many oxbows up and down the river that uh, you can go try, and there's plenty of good fish on it. Uh, Jeff, uh, I was at the Wildlife and Fishery Commission meeting this week, and uh, they gave a one of the biologists gave a report the status of the population of of white perch, crappie, if you prefer to call them that. And some interesting things. He he said that uh, most of the fish that are caught are less than three years old. They're between eight and twelve inches is a, a, a huge number of them that are caught. <clears throat> There's two point eight percent of the fishermen that catch a full. 25 limit where it is 25 rather than 50. Uh, 23% of the people they surveyed catch at least one. But the most interesting thing he gave was some information on the live scope. And I know you've used it. I've fished with it a couple of times. Here's where their findings with people who use a live scope. They catch larger fish. They catch more fish, a lot more, twice as many as the average fisherman without it. Now, they said that the certainty of how productive the live scope is is a little bit uncertain because there's other factors. People who have a live scope tend to, tend to be better fishermen anyway, spend more time on the water, so they're not sure to what degree it increases the odds. But uh, I didn't hear any inklings about banning them or anything like that. But uh, given these statistics, uh, if enough people start using them, we might see some some talk about that anyway. What's your experience with yeah, live scope? I think it's pretty much the same as having a side imaging or a down imaging. I think the, the main thing it tells me is if I pull up to a spot that I normally fish, you know, even for years that I know that there's going to be fish there, uh, I can use the live scope or even side imaging to uh, see if there's any fish there. So it, it helps you eliminate places where there's not fish more than it helps you find places where there are. And, and it, it's I've used side imaging for years to just idle down a bank to find where the tops are or stumps or things like that. And you know, sometimes you see a group of fish, you go back and catch them. It is a little bit better because the live scope is that it's giving you an instant reading on it. So you you can you can see the lure go down, you can see the fish come out of the cover and hit the bait and stuff. So I think over time, if they they find that it's you know, detrimental to the fish and that, um, you know, maybe something they can think about. Um, but, you know, sometimes when a genie pops out of the bottle, it's hard to get them back in. <laughs> These guys you know, fish it all right. the time. They use it. They love it. One thing that I did not hear mentioned, which I've seen, and you've probably seen it too, 
is even though it does, I'll concede, it gives you an advantage on finding the fish, a big advantage because you're looking right at them. But that doesn't make them bite. And a lot of times fishermen waste time, valuable fishing time, working a school that's not ready to bite because you can wiggle that bait right past their nose and they'll just sit there sometimes. They just won't hit. So it doesn't make them bite, and, and it can work against you sometimes if you continue to stay on those fish when they're not feeding. Yeah, I've done that before. I've been with guys, and I've done it myself. We, you know, you see them under a dock, and you say, they got to bite, they got to bite something. You keep changing your lure, trying different tactics, and they just don't bite. And they, you know, it's not the time of day or the right tide or something. And you you better off just making a few casts and moving on. But it's hard to leave them when you know they're there and they can't get them to bite. Right. Interesting stuff. Jeff, thanks for the report as always, and uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Thanks, Tom. All right, there he goes, Jeff Brule, our freshwater and bass field reporter. Come- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 